0: This is SG Pun, the Stargate Podcast. Getting less interesting.
1: (laughs) Wait, 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 wait. The act at Stargate or this show, Stargate One, SG One or SG Fun, which one? (laughs) SG One.
0: SG Fun is just getting
1: better. Look, I mean, look, we can't, we can't be. I don't know. We're only seven episodes in. We can't be like, we can't be questioning things yet. We gotta, we gotta ride. We gotta ride at least the first season out with the with the uh, the benefit of the doubt. Attitude. Okay. <laughs>
0: it's, you it's know I've so watched so... most of season two. <laughs> oh,
1: oh yeah, right. You already know. Fuck.
0: <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember. I just have some notes after watching this episode about things I'd like to call the characters.
1: Oh. Peel, okay.
0: Right. We already have Talc. Yeah. I realize I just want to call Daniel N.J. for not James Spader. And I want to call Colonel O'Neill Colonial O'Neill.
1: Colonial, colon, colonial, Neal. colonial O'Neill, colonial O'Neill.
0: Yeah, no, colonial.
1: Colonial O'Neill. Colonial yeah, O'Neill. or con,
0: because Cl- he's all cons and no pros.
1: Colonial O'Neill.
0: And he's probably a war criminal, so should be fun. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I want to call the other character Captain Doctor Samantha Carter. Those are my thoughts. <laughs> Wait. And maybe this episode I wanna call the general general showy pants.
1: Well, after this episode, yeah. 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 When he was talking to the Secretary of Defense in this last episode, yeah, he was just he was just creaming.
0: Yeah, he sad. started by being Well, <laughs> I don't know, because if, is, if that's his whole sexual style, I don't know. Because it seems like then before he was creaming, he started by being super like bossy and aggro like you better hold on to your butt because this is how we open the motherfucking door here (laughs) and then and then and then he was like oh 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 and i'm like well i I still find general um hammond fuckable what what you never (laughs) oh did i not mention that before i feel like i did welcome to our stargate (laughs) podcast i'm sarah i've never
1: seen this movie and i'm Tori and i've never seen this show but one day the two of us decided to comfort watch this during the worldwide pandemic All right well yeah so we're we're here we're here at the vertical watering hole uh, we got we got an episode to talk about here
0: yeah i believe it's my turn to describe it in the high pressure intensity 24 second countdown clock if we don't get out of this wormhole and back into the mountain in 24 seconds we're gonna be we're gonna be gone forever we're gonna get smashed like bugs on a windshield against the iris Mm
1: -hmm. you'll never hear from us again but you will because we're gonna keep going but but uh yeah so uh yeah the the episode you've got to do is uh season one episode seven the Knox. so do you think you're ready I'm ready. Timer starts now.
0: Hey, this episode is about colonialism by would-be protectorate. Protectorate. They fuck up a lot. So much, pretty much wasted trip. At the end, the two white men are like, whoa, they did not like our actions at all. And it feels weird to know that, but they still sit trying to sound wise as fuck about it all. The white lady and the black man, kind of silent on the whole thing. Like, whatever, dude. Did I say it too fast? (laughs) Was it understandable? I mean, I mean, from a, yeah, I mean, the, yeah. I said projectorate, I think, Project- but I corrected. Oh, it. I heard
1: projectorate. it. No, uh, no, okay. that, that was a pretty good. Yeah, it was a pretty good uh, thematic summary, uh, I suppose. Or uh, uh,
0: look, I didn't ask you to critique my summary. <laughs> I, th- I mean, I I think I did, but I didn't mean it.
1: All right, I'm sorry. No, it was quite good. Uh,
0: <laughs> you do yours if you want to do storyline summaries on yours I don't you do it if you want to you may do one now I don't want want to talk about this
1: episode at all I don't want to I don't want to (laughs) do this episode at all I'm
0: I told you I told you the knocks were creepy
1: well you know what's funny is this one this episode has uh Armin Shimmerman 8.6 out of 10 stars like it's one of the more the higher rated episodes on IMDb uh mm-hmm. that we've seen 8.3 i'm sorry and i don't know why you know
0: well i'm going to withhold my commentary until that part of the show i'm not going to tell you if i like it or not um, i'm going to make you i'm sorry. Wonder. I, I had to just i had to get it out i've been waiting oh no when i really it. hate an episode I, I come hot out of the gate
1: <laughs> hot hot out of the stargate okay all right, oh, so dude. so we start so we start this episode at the base, and uh, General Hammond is. Uh, they're all watching. They're, they start the Stargate up, and General
0: Hammond is. Uh, yeah. Oh, he's such a show off. He's like a little boy with the with the best transformer, the newest best one, because he's rich. He's like, ooh, which just did this? Watch this. Check this out. Yeah. Hold on to your butts,
1: motherfucker. He's yeah, he got he's got two butts. He's showing but off. He's showing off the stargate to the
0: Secretary of Defense. Probably, why not they just call it? the Secretary of War? I'm just Se- call him <laughs> what he is. Mars, the Secretary of War. Secretary of Smash
1: Bash. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, he's 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 so giddy about it. Like and, like it opens up, and then the Secretary says something, and and he like j- Hammond looks at him, and he's just like, yeah, it's it's kind of so, endearing, I suppose. Uh, yeah. But he is a general. Well, He's I supposed like to be it. a general.
0: <laughs> I know. I liked it before he got giddy when he was like, uh, you think you're the big shit because you're the secretary? I'm an actual motherfucking general. So um, get, <laughs> like, hold on to your ass because this is how we open the door around this place. Mm. Yeah. And then it's like, it's utterly terrifying if you've never seen it before and probably if you have, like, wormhole that shoots weird watery stuff into the room, then sucks it back in. But you know what? The first time you see it, you don't know how far that's going out Mm. or if it's supposed to do that or if it's going to go back in. Scary.
1: Uh, Yeah. Carter explains a little bit of what it is to the secretary. The event horizon of a newly created wormhole. And one one of her things she says is very funny. She's like, yeah, and it can go to uh, almost anywhere, may- maybe tens to hundreds of light years away, which is <laughs> that's pretty low. Really... That, that is low is that numbers. What you said? <laughs> tens to hundreds of light years, and you're like, uh, oh. yeah, it's more like thousands and millions.
0: Uh. My comments on what I want to call everybody by now for nicknames I have to change because if I want to call them Con for Colonial O'Neill and Talc. And NJ for not James Spader. I cannot call somebody who said that Captain Dr. Samantha Carter. I was going to leave her with the full respect name, but I'm thinking like, Dipshit McGee, are you a scientist? That's really a mouthful.
1: <laughs> um, well, yeah. So they're talking. And so the secretary, he's like, wow, that, that's pretty neat. So then we get a bunch of exposition about how the current administration is unhappy with the I program. Mean-
0: the secretary is like, "That's pretty neat," and that's about as enthusiastic as he is. Oh, that's pretty neat. Anyway, this is a big waste of time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, I'm not impressed. I'm not, and impressed she's all like, artificial "Yeah," rumors. and she's like, "Excuse me, Mr. Secretary, but this is probably the most single most important endeavor currently underway for humankind." Which it is.
1: Like, hypothetical and he
0: historian. goes that's what they said about uh going to the moon and all that happened was they brought back some rocks and i'm like uh that is not what how do you what <laughs> that was your takeaway <laughs> and those rocks were important but that's literally what that's like that fucking idiot joe man that senator joe manchin whose whole mm. takeaway from the new deal is completely off base where he's like Roosevelt was never like, let's get just give people money, and I'm like, uh, social security is part of the New Deal, so yeah, he was. <laughs> anyway, so we're gonna call him Secretary Joe Manchin.
1: Okay, Secretary Joe. Man- yeah, you can't. It, it's hard to take this episode seriously because it, it, it's it's not serious. This character is not serious. Much like
0: Joe Manchin.
1: Just much I get like- it.
0: Call <laughs> this episode should be called the Joe Manchin Knox.
1: Okay. Anyway,
0: that's it. I'm done. I'm done with
1: that. Is there anything else you want to say about Joe Manchin?
0: Uh, somehow a Democrat, but also somehow an aging white dude. So you're you're You're, ty-
1: <laughs> you're dating this episode.
0: <laughs> but you know what? For I, for all the not all aging white dudes out there, to be fair, Bernie Sanders also an aging white dude.
1: Aging. He's aged.
0: Yeah, you're right. So who's he's. Back to the episode, back to the the juice of it, the meat of it. It's hard. Like, it's so cartoonish that, like... Right. The idea that there would be budget cuts for this is ridiculous. Yeah. That there'd be facing budget cuts. Plus, I just want to point out, spoiler alert, we don't loop back around to whether or not they accomplish... Because they accomplished not a goddamn thing on this mission, other than alienating the most advanced race that they've encountered.
1: Yeah.
0: And uh, that's the end of the episode. There's no going back to like, so are we all fired?
1: Yeah, they don't show it. No. Yeah.
0: And if they're setting up for like future storyline, that's fine. But they set it up as like an important, like a precipitate. It's, it's a precipitating event for their mission in this episode. So there's no cap to this episode. It's an open-ended episode.
1: Secretary wants them to be, they want weapons. They want advanced technology brought back. That's right. why. And, Dan, and you know, Daniel's like, I thought this was a exploratory thing that's why I'm oh. here and they're like and he's like with all due respect Daniel we don't know why you're here we want no, we want light no, up toys no
0: he doesn't know they're Joe Mansion then he says <laughs> you are explorers but even Marco Polo didn't just bring back some exotic spices' and like <laughs> yeah that's what he did and maybe the idea for toilet
1: true true true.
0: But I just can't believe how fucking stupid this man is, but how much like there's a real man impacting everyone's actual lives right now who is equally fucking stupid. Guess who? <laughs> <laughs> we are recording this episode. What is today's date? We should say today's March, date March 9th, is March 9th, 2021. 2021 at 140 in the afternoon Pacific time. Well, so
1: yeah, so' they're, they're kind of at an impasse, but as always, Teal saves the day, and he has this sweet profile shot because he's been, just been standing there like like grimacing at everybody as he does, and, and, he, mm-hmm. tur- and he, turns, he turns over and he's like, "What weapons do you seek?" And like the sweet lighting is on him. he's just like, he's so badass.
0: I know it was, he was pretty much like, all right, let's put your money where your mouth is. I can get you weapons. You still going to fund us, bitch? Yeah.
1: Uh, he starts talking. He's like, well, you know, uh, there was this, the gold, uh, tried to go to this one planet. There was a creature with invisibility. They were like, yeah, well, there's like some, some cloaking device
0: shit going on. And the secretary was like, do you mean still? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sorry. This, like this dude is it just talks, talking it at him Like, uh, uh. And then Colonial O'Neill goes, yeah, that's what stealth is, dickhead. Yeah, I don't yeah. even know what, t- Talc has never told us this. Talc, you've never told us this, but that's definitely stealth. Thanks for the clarification. And this is like not the smartest guy in the room. So like Colonial O'Neill is not smart. I don't know how he's a colonial. He's smarter than the secretary, for sure. Well,
1: that's sad. So, that, and that's sad.
0: So then they're like, well, then you better go to that planet and fucking smash main murder, whatever you got to do to bring that shit back or you're in big trouble.
1: Yeah, there might be consequences Uh, at the end of this show, maybe a different show or maybe there won't be at all. I don't know.
0: Nobody knows because the writing is what it is. It's possible this will never come up again. Maybe. (laughs) That it was just to get them to, that they could literally could think of no better way to get them to this planet. Like just, you know, randomly like how they go to all the other planets
1: <laughs> all the 19 other planets as carter says so they've been doing a bunch of stuff off screen that we haven't even
0: seen oh boy those stories must have been boring <laughs> yeah, or yeah. like <laughs> bum chicka bum not mm. fit for showtime unless it but fit for skinamax
1: that's actually and mostly not what a, they do they just go and, not, yeah, and bang the yeah. logos.
0: yeah they like captain kirk their way through all right,
1: well, so yeah, so they're, they're all in agreement. Daniel's sort of like, whatever. And so they, they go through the Stargate. They are, go to the new planet, which is, again, just the Canadian wilderness. Although the Stargate's on a hill, so the, <laughs> the, the, v- the view is pretty good. <laughs> they have a nice view. You yeah, know? It's, yeah. It's pretty, you know.
0: I just forget that they're in the Canadian wilderness. Like, my suspension of disbelief is is more interrupted by the dialogue and I forget. So I'm just like, yeah, obviously they're on another planet, but every week you're like, so anyway, they're in the Canadian wilderness again. And I think it's so, it's really funny to me because I forget.
1: Yeah, these guys, they're just like wandering around with some cameras like with a film crew. They just go, they just, they drive 20 miles outside of the city and they set things up and they're like, put your, put your camo on guys. Hey. Well,
0: and then Samantha Carter's always saying a boot. Is she? She's got a pretty hard Canadian uh, accent at times. In the beginning, anyway, she she's definitely Canadian. Okay, okay. I like how he said it. Like she's definitely Canadian. Gross. Like that's not what I think. I like Canadians. I like Canadia. I wouldn't oh, mind being a Canadian. Funny. She doesn't look Canadianish.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. So so they're there, uh, and they just, and they start and they start and they start walking away from the gate. They're 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 like literally just. They walk about five steps and then O'Neill turns around and he's like, the Stargate's gone. Oh, right. Well, because
0: they're like, they're like, whoa, they get out and they at first they can't see each other. And then they see like these weird sort of like um, mirage kind of movements where it's like I can see through it, but it does look like there's something like a big, large chameleon or something shimmery happening and they're like dude this fucking wild let's go back to the gate and get our gear and they turn around to go back and get their gear gate gone gear gone fuck they're fucked they should never they're oh i feel like they're forever just like setting their shit down by the gate like don't put it down the second you get there uh right with you or the cart take the cart with you the cart should be moving with you
1: yeah, they, 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 they're quite perplexed. It should be right there, but it's not. They, they, they literally only moved five It was five there steps.
0: a second ago. I mean, like, they literally just walked through it. So it's pretty fucking perplexing. Except for that they're on a planet where things get cloaked. So I don't know why they're so freaked
1: out. They don't put two and two together on that for a very long they time. They
0: don't put two and two together on much, ever. On much of anything, really, yeah. I bet Teal gets it, but he doesn't say anything. Cause he, yeah, because you know. Teal is like still getting like he needs some deprogramming therapy because like he's still like got this subservient thing going on and yeah. it's really annoying because he's probably like the most sensible person in the group.
1: Yeah, it's his bad luck that that it's to O'Neal that he has this. This Chewbacca tea tea.
0: going on. Yeah. I, but it's like a mutual one because he actually saved. They like kind of saved each other. Like kind of like Edward and Vivian and Pretty Woman. They kind of like she saved him right <laughs> back. Well, um.
1: <laughs> have you noticed? Did you notice? I noticed in this episode, Teal's, his lashes getting a bit long.
0: Getting gorge. No, Do you yeah. think he's wearing falsies? Do you think he's wearing falsies?
1: I don't I don't I don't know, but I, I noticed it this episode and the thing is is like in later posters, like some posters mm-hmm. for like later seasons and some of the movies, man, he's got his eyelashes are just blooming. He's got some makeup on.
0: Well, he's uh, always had eyeshadow on.
1: Like but like more like he, he mm. really starts to blow up, you know, and, and uh, I love it. I, yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait to see the evolution. I can't wait to see that Grimace go uh, upside down.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. What happens next on this dumb fucking show?
1: Uh, no. <laughs> uh, well, in this specific episode, they they split up. <laughs> they split up to search for the Stargate that they know has been on this hill. They, they know
0: where it is. It's right where it was.
1: Yeah. They, 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 no.
0: Why don't they just like walk up to it? It's been cloaked so they can probably still touch it.
1: I, I I don't know. I don't know. They
0: they don't even like try to throw anything against it.
1: They they, they try nothing. They're just walking around. They see more of the uh, the predator like special effects.
0: Oh, that's what that is. Protuberations.
1: Yeah. Good job. Uh, Some camo. Uh, O'Neill's about to be like, let's shoot it, but then someone else shoots at it.
0: Yeah.
1: From a spear Apophis. weapon. Apophis. It's fucking. It's motherfucking Apophis and his merry band.
0: And the new teal teal's former protege.
1: Oh yeah. Sha- Sha- his Sha- name Sha- is like Sha- Sparkles. Sha- of Sha- Shackles. <laughs> Sha- y'all. Sha- y'all.
0: I thought it was for a minute. I was like, I feel like it might be Sparkle, but that's just the kind of paper towels I was we can, able to we can find call at the store.
1: That if you want Sparkles,
0: I might. Uh, when, are we okay? Right. So they get they hatch this. They're like, oh my god, it's a apophis, and all we have are Trank guns. And teal's like, um, I had brought my real weapon, idiot like i don't know why you didn't bring your real weapon and which is weird because later they're like you guys took our guns and i'm like i thought you didn't fucking have real guns because they hatch this whole plan about how they're gonna like oh apophis is like it's just him he's like by himself with like two friends we can totally take him obviously they didn't even recon properly because obviously he's not going to be there with like two other guys so they Go and they try to um, well, well,
1: first they, off, they ambush well, him. Well, first off, da- see, Daniel, he finally kicks in, kicks back into, like, the main plot thread for the season <laughs> where he's like, oh, yeah, my my wife and our friends have been kidnapped by this guy. The uh, oh, yeah. overarching plot is come, coming back to my brain. Let's go get him, you know? Right.
0: Can we talk about – also, we find out in the last episode and then, I think one before that and in this episode – that basically they are so heavy handed with what colonial O'Neill's wound is, which is his son, that he basically not only is Scara, a surrogate son, he finds a surrogate son on every God damn fucking planet, including this one.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, I suppose, I suppose, I suppose you're So right.
0: who, what does he give a fuck about Scara? <laughs> He's got, he's got a son at every port. He's got a kid to put on his shoulders at every port of call. And
1: Daniel has a wife at every port, apparently, as well.
0: Yeah. I know. <laughs> God, Teal'c and Sam must just like hang out and talk total shit about them.
1: <laughs> well, Sam does. She goes to Tilk's room and like, and, and, and tries to talk and like just keeps talking. Tilk just sort of sits there and is like, yes.
0: And says, "I will not say anything about. I will keep this between us. I do not know Daniel well. (laughs) He's kind of got a James Earl Jones sort of way that he's talking, like he's making like he's got a deep voice, but I feel like he's like using it to its basiest uh, measure.
1: Oh, it's the best. Uh, It's
0: great. I love it.
1: Well, so yeah, so Daniel's like, we got to do it." And o- O'Neil and Carter are like, eh. But Teal'c's like, it could be possible. We, we may be able to do this.
0: Yeah, because he's like, because again, I brought a real weapon <laughs> to this scary-ass planet. I like, I like the next
1: bit where o- O'Neil uh, is surprisingly like, I, it was funny, I, th- I call it surprisingly empathetic. He's like, Teal, this character down below used to be a god to you you okay with this? Like, he's like, he's like yeah, checking in. Was, he's, he's like, mm. I'm just checking in, buddy. You, you know, I, I want to get a bead on your uh, state of mind. You good? You want to talk about it? You want,
0: you know? So like, you think that was empathetic. I think that was just military strategy of like, should you sit this one out, motherfucker?
1: Oh. Okay. Are you going
0: to, are you going to be all right? Are you going to like get weird? Are you going to get weird down there? Because you've got the only real weapon. <gasps>
1: I don't know. I, I I I thought I thought it was a funny little like. I just want to make sure you good. Well, Tilk Tilk just simply says I am okay. And he's like, all right, and then Carter's okay, like, all right, O'Neil. well, fucking whatever, let's do it. I guess.
0: I feel like Carter Carter's the one who said it could be possible because she's the only other like official military officer, <laughs> and so and to to so for once they they treated her like it and colonial o'neill actually consulted her and says carter and she goes yeah i think this we can do we can pull this off it'll it'll take some real tactical planning but we should we should get to it right which they don't do there there's no No, they don't do they just like they just like kind of jump out like it's a surprise party they just sort of jump out of the trees and are like surprise yeah we brought the we brought the trank
1: and then everybody and then everybody has the exact same marksman marksman skills as stormtroopers. No one's hitting anything.
0: I'd make a wonderful start stormtrooper because I bet I can't shoot. No, actually i pretty I went to a shooting range. I'm much better than a stormtrooper. Never mind. Then you're out. Then you're out. You can't do it. I know. I gotta be part of the Rebel Alliance, maybe. I don't know. And then uh, well yeah, so they're
1: trying to shoot each other. O'Neill tries to trank Apophis, but he has a he has a shield of some kind.
0: Yeah, that was weird. He had his own like kind of gold shimmery predator shield around him. I'm like, what do you need cloaking for, idiot?
1: No, it's like it's like a derivative of the Dune shield. And then Opophis, he get he gets his staff and then he just straight up shoots Anil. And then, and yeah, then and then like, Carter and then hits Carter and then hits Daniel. It's a fucking massacre. All
0: dead. And then he's standing there and he's holding his uh electrical shooting um stick. <laughs> at electrical shooting stick, yes. Yeah. At, uh, Talc. And he's just like, instead of shooting him right away, he's sort of like really going to savor it. And he's like, he, you're going to pay now, motherfucker. And this is how bad guys always go wrong. They always got to get dramatic. Like, just if they just shot him, it wouldn't have mattered. But ultimately, we find out he didn't know that. So he's like, who am going to get you? What do you have to say? And talk takes in like a deep, dignified breath and says, I die free. Yeah, that's right. And just stands there right. and doesn't even try to, like, why doesn't he like, at least, I feel he should have said that and then been like, psych, and made a jump for the bushes. Because <laughs> he just indicates, he, well, because he just indicates, I'm going to stand here and let you shoot me for dramatic effect. And so he just, and so he gets, right before he's going to get shot, he just blinks. He blinks right out of there. Everybody's gone in yep. a poppice. Yep. Suddenly, Apophis looks like a 12-year-old boy. He's yeah. just like, what? And I'm like, you are on a planet specifically because things can be invisible. Why does no one get that? That's why they're there.
1: Why are they surprised every single time?
0: I know. they're like, I didn't know more things could be invisible. You <laughs> did. That's why you're looking for the thing that can make the thing invisible. This is not your first time here. <sighs> <laughs>
1: Right. Well, I mean, but anyway, no
0: holes in this plot.
1: No, no holes in this plot. Other than the fact that, uh, yeah, well, I'm thinking it's over. Like the the three main stars have been killed. Uh, Like somebody
0: was like, they're too annoying. We're going to recast next week. And you're like, yeah. You're like rubbing your hands together. Like, I can't wait to see.
1: It's going to be, it's going to be Tilk and, and General Hammond.
0: Yeah. I love that.
1: But no, no, Couple we, Marines. we, uh, we cut to Daniel and the rest of the gang in a, in some sort of dark hut, completely healed. They wake up and they're just like, Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. They're like, Ooh, and they're, and they're all really cavalier about it. They're like, I thought we got killed. Did you get killed? I definitely felt myself get killed. Like I know for sure I was dead same i also know for sure i was dead anyway weird i guess we're not dead i thought heaven would be more luxurious this isn't heaven that
1: was a good line it that was a good line i thought heaven wasn't... would be a little more upscale that's pretty good
0: oh, that's right i just like is that what jesus told you that you should be like looking forward to your spa day like yeah <laughs> heaven is just nothing but but day spas and the,
1: i'm sure you notice
0: and all the people who get
1: shot by the spear weapon, there's like this very prominent like hole in their yeah. clothing. <laughs> this very similar I did looking not notice. cut. They shoot everybody in the exact same like midriff spot. Like Daniel goes up to Carter, who's on the bed, and he like, he starts poking at her midriff mm. through the hole. And she goes, hey, Dude. What, are, what are you looking at? <laughs> <laughs> What are you then, looking at? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so yeah, then they then they talk some stuff. Then they get up and they go to O'Neal.
0: <laughs> what are you looking at with that eyeball on the end of your fucking finger? So, <laughs> Why are you touching my stomach, motherfucker?
1: Well, th- then they see then they see O'Neill on his bed, and Carter <laughs> she God. like it's so she like starts rubbing at his bare midriff and just keeps <laughs> doing it. She does this, and then O'Neill wakes
0: up. And then O'Neill wakes up and he starts massaging Daniel's midriff, and then they have like a midriff massage chain. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. That is hot. So yeah, so they're they're just like, where's Teal'c? And I'm like, well, as the only competent member of the party, he did not die, and is not in (laughs) the shitty heaven. He's he's still alive.
0: No, he got to go to the good heaven. Yeah, (laughs) because he's competent
1: that's right um and And
0: yet the least recognized member of the team they treat him like he's just like uh encyclopedia britannica and not like the most competent member of the team because like it is information like an encyclopedia britannica is out of date (laughs) he didn't know about the shield shit (laughs) and and he gets some shit in a minute he's he's about to show up because they're about to be taken to him By a Knox and he's about to get some side eye with verbal and actual eyes from colonial O'Neill about not having known about that shield. He's like, I didn't know. Mm. And Ben O'Neill's like, yeah, it's fine. Hella passive aggressive. Anyway, I'm jumping ahead.
1: Well, yeah. Well, speaking of the Knox, they, they show up, uh, two figures enter and I fucking hate the Knox. I tell
0: me everything you hate about the knock helmet hair yeah it, they're very kazon like from voyager uh
1: I, I usually like hippies but not these ones
0: these are like these are like moody wood sprites
1: yeah yeah super moody they they literally just stare they don't they don't even look at you when they're talking to talking
0: yeah, is this a horror movie or a Shakespeare play? Like, I can't tell what the fuck is happening.
1: It's 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 the worst. I fucking and hate
0: it. there's the, there's uh there's like four knocks. We have old man, middle aged man, young woman, boy, and middle aged man is Armin Shimmerman, who plays Quark. And also in Deep Space Nine, but also played in TNG. He played one of the original weird... You remember season one of TNG where the Ferengi were all like... They moved like Justin Bieber and like... <sighs> kind of hissed and had... Yeah, you know, Justin Bieber moves, especially when Kate McKinnon is being Justin Bieber on Saturday Night Live. And then they had like these weird electric whips as their weapons that we never saw again. So that's... Um, he also played one of those, one of the first Ferengi characters.
1: Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, that's sweet. And then he got upgraded to like a like a main cast yeah. Ferengi. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah.
0: And then we got to see what he looked like in that one episode where they were all like comic book writers.
1: Do you think it was the same? Do you think it was Quark in the in the early? It wasn't
0: Quark. Okay. It was a different character, different makeup. But like, um, yeah, Stargate. SG Trek, I guess, is this podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, it's not,
1: our, it's not our fault they've got ties to th- no, that, that the TV I, world was so insular. And
0: <laughs> and it's not my fault that I 100% comfort binged every single Star Trek show.
1: No, that is not your fault at all.
0: Right before we did this. <laughs> it's not my fault at all. I had zero control over that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so he is... An annoying dick in this show, so I guess he's been um, typecast.
1: <laughs> he can be an annoying dick in various ma- various manners. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He- I
0: do like I do like that guy though.
1: Well, and the whole thing is the whole thing is annoying because they they go outside, and while I am thankful that they don't make the Knox speak English right away, I'm like, thank God, there's some realism there. It's also not entertaining television when the entirety of it is just the gate gang asking questions and doing introductions and saying stuff and the and the other and no. the aliens just staring at them
0: daniel their fucking linguist attempts to say like one word in a language he thinks they might <laughs> understand and as soon as they don't he's like where's that where's our friend where are our guns where's this where's that and i'm like dude i think that you know they can't understand you but what's even more annoying is that they seem to understand them because they take them places They're like where's our friend and then like the little girl just beckons with her hand and takes them yeah and then i know the way i said it was kind of gross little girl beckons with her hand like gross i'm <laughs> um, sorry I, I, and <laughs> I, I. okay <laughs> very Nabokov. so anyway very sting very uh it's
1: an annoying way she does it. Everything
0: about
1: about them is annoying. I hate it.
0: Yeah, everything about them is very annoying. They seem very like if they do ever learn to talk, they're going to be very holier than now. We can already tell. And oh my already god, god they really super hard because five seconds later, Quark starts talking to them in fucking English and knows all the goddamn words. all the words. I'm like, all oh, the god annihilation. He knows the words annihilation. How does he know that word? That's a that's a hard word to know for a first five minutes English speaker. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. T-
0: tell me the word annihilation in one other language right now. <laughs> yeah. Same. Anyway. How many languages can you say hello? Or my name is though? way more like three or four, probably at least anyway. And it takes so long to find out that they're a bit psychic and that's how they could process the language. Oh, wait, they are? Oh, I didn't. We don't learn that. So right now, the dialogue is Sam goes, sure didn't take you very long to learn. Like Arvin Shimmerman says, sorry, it took us so long to learn English. And Sam goes, not like that long, though.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And then he goes, yeah, well, it's kind of hard anyway. And then it's not until Daniel is with old man, hippie. Otherwise, it's not James Spader, where he's like, oh, so you guys are kind of psychic? And he starts like immediately, like, just like responding. Then he gets super psychic, not a little psychic. He's responding to, I'm like, no wonder they're all just staring at them. They were probably trying to communicate with them telepathically and being like, why won't these dipshits answer me? Because I think they can communicate telepathically. Oh, well, I know they can, I saw it. They can at least, yeah, they can. We I mean, read each other's thoughts. We read Daniel's. I thoughts. don't. I don't
1: care. I don't fucking care. <laughs> I, I hate them so much.
0: Well, Daniel's on like a spiritual retreat where he wants to join. He wants to sign up and join this cult because he's out there <laughs> with the with the elder, the cult elder, in the forest, asking all kinds of questions. It's pretty boring, but he asks him how old he is, and he figures he's about four hundred and some years old. And Daniel says. You look good. You look good.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's another Daniel's got some that's a good look he's got some stingers. He's got some stingers yeah, in this he's episode.
0: Got, he's got the d- the dumb jokes.
1: Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. That that is the level yeah. of it, but that is a level above anything that that's happened this entire season. So cheers, I'll, I'll take it. To that. I'll take I, I will take, take it. it. I did laugh when when he when he when he was like you look good. I fucking straight up laughed <laughs> out loud. So, uh, so yeah, Dan, Daniel's maybe doing, you know, doing the, doing the retreat, but they're all being kind of weird. Like, like Carter with the young boy, he, they have like a little thing. Like, did you not notice this? Like, like, cause he comes up and like introduces himself and she introduces him and, and she's just like, and she like smiles she's like, Oh, this is, Oh, look at this. Cute oh, kid. I
0: know she totally touches him too. Nobody said touch him.
1: And O'Neal's like, no, you can't keep him. She's just having a nice moment. Although later, like as they're like sitting around talking, like she's, she's like,
0: like, can I keep it?
1: She, She's like behind the boy with like her hands on his shoulders. <laughs> like she like hasn't like left him out of her sight in the entire. Do you think time? they're
0: trying? That's so weird. Do you <laughs> think they're strange. trying to build in? They're trying to build in some kind of like mom mom needs or mom instincts for her because right now she's just a hard military bitch so she couldn't possibly be interested in kids i I mean i don't know so they're they're trying to let us know hey she likes kids (laughs) almost as much as colonial o'neill likes kids you know what it was oh my god colonial o'neill was jealous because he's like making a connection with little boys on other planets thing. is my thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> get your own get your hands thing, off, which I think is being sold as a sex slave if I'm like that's established, that's canon. Your thing is being sold as a sex slave and fighting your own way out. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. Mine is being like a father figure across the planets. <laughs>
1: oh man but, yeah i don't know it's just weird it's just like
0: ma- amazing i'm getting pretty drunk
1: when she's like just standing there and like she just she's like right behind the kid with her hands on it. it's like i'm i'm like she's gonna steal this kid she, oh right she's, <laughs> she's
0: just gonna put pick him up and like hide him under her her holy shirt she can put him in the side that doesn't have a hole in it
1: yeah yeah,
0: yeah. and and run into the she's gonna figure out how they disappear things and she's just gonna be like i don't have a kid you can't see him and then she's, she probably just wants to cut his um, weird plant hair. But I don't know if you can, because I can't tell if that's like hair hair or if it's if it's like plant, if it's like babe, like um, Spanish moss.
1: They got, there's this, there's this, Baby's this, breath. There's, there's this, like
0: baby's breath in it. There's
1: plants in it. They don't, they don't take them out. They're cool with it. You know, I mean, they're, they're like the brown. I guess. They're like the brown wizard in Lord of the Rings. They can have bird shit in their hair and they just won't care because they're one. They're one with nature. I don't know, but apparently, according to this script, uh, these are the most some of the most advanced humans in the galaxy. But not
0: humans. They're not human, according to the script.
1: Oh well, whatever they are, humanoids. They're so they're so advanced that they don't really give a shit about shampoo.
0: Yeah, can we talk a bit about how they're (laughs) super advanced? Because this is we're at the we're a little beyond the point where everyone, but well until. Teach a little bit as well all the whole team is talking down to them they're like oh you're just dumb hippies we don't respect that on earth so that's nice that you're like um p- peace nicks or whatever but that's just gonna get you killed so you should really let us help you and it just continues to be more and more like look you're gonna want to let you're gonna want to do what we say because these other guys are bad guys and they're like really dangerous that's why i called it colonialism by would-be protectorate, where they're like, they're so sure they don't ask these people anything. They don't ask them why they're not scared. They don't ask them how they've never been discovered. They don't ask them how they've never been attacked. They don't ask them when they're like, but you defend yourselves. And they're like, no, they don't ask. Like, they're like, let us defend you. They don't say, is someone else defending you? They ask no goddamn questions. They just start telling them what they need to do. And that's why Arvin Shimmerman's character is annoying because he's he's annoyed. <laughs> and even, even Telk gets in on this bullshit of like, they will be in more danger if they do not blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, why don't you ask them if they're in danger? Because and then what I like is that they know they're not, they don't even dignify the SG squad they don't dignify their fucking concerns with any like they don't make any ameliori- ameliorative like concessions or statements they don't explain anything they're just like whatever they're just gonna go oh uh-huh 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 you have to go <laughs> and they invite them to leave many times <laughs>
1: that that is true
0: and to, to teal's credit one time he does say if they want us to go should we not leave now yeah and then they're like oh your brother still
1: sleeps and that's Sparkles. that yes yeah, sparkle they they have spark they saved sparkles as well and he's in the tent and he's right, apparently tied up. they couldn't
0: tell what the fuck was going on so they saved sparkles.
1: well my whole thing is yeah they're you know they, they they'll save anybody and everybody they they don't really care what bad nobody's a threat good guy dichotomy these people are dealing with right
0: because it it would be like me it'd be it'd be like if i saw two puppies like really fighting and felt like i needed to side with one of those puppies yeah 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 instead of just pull them apart and cuddle them both because neither of those puppies is a threat to me (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> uh, yeah,
0: I would say both puppies, wouldn't you say both puppies tell me you wouldn't take both puppies to the vet if necessary? I would. Oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah. you sure. see what I'm saying?
1: Sure, but I, but I also wouldn't be like that's their they're they're brothers, you know what I mean? like no yeah, they they were I definitely might. fighting for a, a reason. Yeah, oh, I guess they do well, say maybe. that. They do say that Tealc is the same as spark. Oh right.
0: maybe yeah, so they're like, yeah, they think, oh, you both have a gold tattoo.
1: See, so so, see, so that's the hard thing. So like, are they playing at being kind of ignorant or are they actually ignorant? Like, are they just um, playing that they're ignorant?
0: I think they've got like sort of a disinterested, I don't care about the details more than ignorance. Like it's ignorance for sure, but it's like a, I cannot be bothered to like, I don't care. Oh, he's <laughs> not your brother? Cool. <laughs> like if you went to, like if you went to a party, like if you had to supervise a junior high dance, and there was like some drama going on. You wouldn't be like, wait, which one's Carrie C and which one's <laughs> Carrie M? You'd be like, oh, so they're both carry They must be best friends. Cool. Okay. Or well, Becky M and Carrie M. I assume they're sisters. Whatever.
1: I don't care. Well, uh, uh, no. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess I can see that. My one problem is that is not entertaining television or entertaining characters oh. at all. Disint- disinterestedness <laughs> is not Because there's no
0: tension? because disinterestedness creates the 24 hour fucking time yeah bring back the 24 hour (laughs) timeline let's write a letter let's write a letter and make sure that in future episodes they bring back the 24 hour time clock because man they i'm sure somebody i'm sure like the showrunner was like motherfuckers we can't use this as the tension builder for every episode but you know what they could have (laughs) <laughs> they could have, because I would have just assumed it was policy. Yeah, you know, I'd have been like, I don't know what this weird policy is, but it's canon now. And then they stopped, and I don't know why they stopped. But now they don't know how to they they don't know how to create tension. Otherwise, there's no tension.
1: Well, they they try to because o- O'Neill and the gang they're they're like, how do we get back to the Stargate without alerting them to they they create this like super arbitrary difficulty in leaving
0: oh for sure especially because armin shimmerman's like we'll take you to the gate and he's like hella calm and confident and they're like no we'll never make it They do, again they ask no questions they ask no questions because they know they're better than these idiot fucking forest people it is pure colonialism let's be honest there's no way in the real world if we had the Stargate. If the United States had a Stargate, which is really a, quite a presumption, because it seems to me like it belongs to the Egyptians. <laughs> so.
1: <laughs> no, no, keep, keep going. Keep going with the Okay, with the so if the, US,
0: if the U.S. had a Stargate, there's no fucking way that they would just be like, yeah, we go to a planet and then we just come back. Make, we don't have anybody like sign a contract to come with us so we can study them. We don't have a fucking SEAL team come and kidnap one of the knocks. We don't try to set up we, ambassadorships. We don't try to start colonies. I mean, fuck, dude. I know it wasn't quite as, the planet wasn't quite as full of peeps in 97 as it is now, but it was kind of full of peeps. And everybody wanted like a, you know, a big sprawling McMansion. They get all these planets where like, for some reason, they're all forests. They're all deserts. Like, nobody but humans has figured out, like, a grid system for housing. And uh, I don't know. I just think that... Well, people will definitely be like, let's enslave them. They're passive. And they would be like... Because we still... There's still enslaved people on this fucking planet. And this planet, in all kinds of ways, including direct, for sale, slavery. And... (sighs) Fuck, dude. And all...
1: Like, are you trying She's to trying figure to... out why this, like on this universe, why the Stargate exists? Like what, the, what no, their actual goal out... is?
0: I'm trying to figure out, no, I'm just saying there's no way they would be as benign as they're being. Oh, I see. Yes. Thank you for helping me out there with that question. Cause I got lost. Yes.
1: I got lost in the horror, the horror that is humanity. Well, so that's the thing. Like at the beginning of the show, like they were like, there's nine teams, one through nine, obviously, even if they were going to go end up like enslaving everybody, the first team has to be reconnaissance. So I'm like, all right, uh, SG one would be reconnaissance.
0: Yeah. That's why they get more and more full of Marines as you go down to like, by the time you're at SG nine, it's like hundred percent Marines.
1: Right, right, but they don't even—they don't even like get that. That's right. not how they
0: do it, though. Well, because no. yeah, SG One isn't the first contact team. They should be the first contact team. Well, right. That's what the numbers should mean. Jesus well, fucking yeah, jumping Christ. That's what why I didn't thought they meant. Out? Why did they? Why did they figure that out in the writers' room? Why did you have to figure it out for them? Now they can't do anything about it.
1: Well, and it's not. Well, and it's not even that because then. Because even in this episode, the secretary is like, "We want it to be you. You just find, just find alien toys. That's what your job is. Just to find alien toys." And so, I, I at this point, I don't even know what what the oh Stargate God. mission is. Although, although you're you're giving me food for thought, to be honest with you, like I'm starting to see it a little bit in a new light. You know. Oh,
0: so you started. You might you might be starting to guess about whether or not my answer to was that were you comforted yeah maybe i'm just starting i'm
1: starting to see like uh what what's quark's actor name what's it
0: armin shimmerman
1: i'm starting to see armin's acting choices in a different light yeah he's uh, a
0: good actor
1: yeah yeah so i i'm starting to th- be like so was he just not as the as he as his character is being talked to by people and he's just looking off in the distance i mm-hmm. suppose maybe that was a choice for like. Yeah, the really, like, annoyed and irritating dance chaperone at the middle school dance, who's just, yeah. like, staring off in a distance while... The, I can sort of get that. I'm, all right. Maybe I have to watch this episode again, maybe.
0: Yeah, mostly see, maybe for once, watching it twice it was an advantage. Yeah.
1: Yeah. All Can't right. be true. Can't all be right. true. Fair. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, but we got, we got, but we got to keep
0: going. So uh, we have to. We have no choice. We can't leave people hanging. Everyone listening is like, but what happens now?
1: Exactly. And we're going to tell you. So,
0: but I was going to say that they thought that those big predator shimmers. They right. thought those big, these big flying monsters. The Fenry, look at, as they're called the Fenry, the Fenry, which they think are monsters because they would look monstrous to humans. Cause they look so not human and humans have small minds. Um, they think they're the ones who can cause the invisibility. So right. do the goa world, but it turns out it's the nuts and they've been protecting the Fenry because they're being hunted, which is some circular logic. Cause they're only being hunted because they're being protected. So I don't understand that part. And that was a real, wait, what? For me, Uh, that remains a wait, what?
1: Well, we see one of them. O'Neal, he's making some bows and arrows.
0: Right. And oh, you know what? Can we just say, sorry, I love this kid because O'Neal's like making bows and arrows to kill things and really sharp. And the the little kid goes and pulls one out of the tree and says, you know, if you could make the end of this duller, you could knock fruit from the upper branches of the trees. And I'm like, man, maybe we should all be raising kids on communes because <laughs> that's some commune shit. Very hippie.
1: Well, well, yeah, well, yeah. They, they have they have a little bit of a moral back and forth until uh, O'Neill does see one of the Fenry. It un- becomes yeah. uninvisible. Oh, visible. Yeah. That's the word. And. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and it's just uh it's like late 90s cgi mosquito or something he tries to shoot it he's unable
0: to It looks to. like a kind of like a like a emaciated luck dragon. <laughs>
1: yeah. 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 And but that, that yeah but then that's when O'Neill learns that yeah it's the knocks doing all the invisibility uh now you see it now you don't tricks uh everywhere which uh which which at that point, I, I had a question because I was like, okay, if that's the case, why did they make the Stargate invisible right when they got there? Like, right, because they clearly want them to go back into it. Yeah, but they but they made it uh, invisible. That's why? a really good question. What, what, that's what a
0: very point? good question.
1: Well, yeah. Well, so in the meantime, Teal uh, has a couple of scenes with sh- uh, Sparkles and yeah
0: oh yeah do we even I, have to cover that
1: well I, well, the thing is this is the only interesting part of the entire episode <laughs> because like <laughs> you know the fact that teal was his mentor was his men there's history there there's character history i i was interested you know that's true and
0: teal but, tries to tell him like look they're not gods and he's like you're a dipshit they are gods
1: yeah yeah not much comes out of it Uh, but but I thought it, you know, it's at least somewhat interesting. But then Shackle has a knife and he stabs Teal and also apparently the young Knox, young woman Knox, uh, and escapes. Oh, that's like the
0: teen, the teen, the teen Knox, yeah, or maybe 200 year old, (laughs) who knows? They age really well, apparently. Well, I mean, not that
1: well, though. I mean, there's something.
0: Well, they They've don't. Got, youth they have well an either. iron
1: deficiency or something.
0: Yeah, I mean, they age well. They just don't youth well. They just don't well. <laughs> but in that context, they age well.
1: Well, so yeah, uh, Shackle disappears. The Nox uh, grab the 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 young woman Knox and perform a ceremony
0: mm. where it turns out they have to uncloak themselves, much like Romulans going or. Klingons going into battle Mm. in order to heal someone, they have to uncloak. It's not like this idea was stolen at all. The idea that you can't remain cloaked while performing an action, brand fucking new way to go. Writers of SG. Well, well, and and they keep saying
1: that, but it's like, but you can't really, it's so dumb because from the perspective of us, we can see them. So they're all they're doing is going in and out of cloakness But
0: we don't perceive it. We're just being told.
1: Right, right, exactly.
0: Yeah, it's weird. But we do know that Shackle witnessed them. And 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 their whole thing was that the Goa'ul didn't know they existed. Which I kind of feel like while it's become... Okay, I think I have just answered my own question. My question was, yeah, but the Fennery are only being hunted because you, you you shimmered them, you shielded them. Maybe... They did that on purpose so that the go old would never notice them. So maybe it started as something that the knox were doing to sort of use the Fennery for a diversion and became sort of like a, a sort of self-glorification story of we protect the Fennery. So maybe they're more like humans than we thought. <laughs> Colonialism by protectorate. Because now the Fennery can't, the Fennery can't live without the Nox now. Not safely. Everyone's a colonist. Mother You can't even be any kind of humanoid without being just straight up trash. Or a Because, I mean, the gold are terrible. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why does everything have to be about colonizing? Fuck. Like, not to be, not to be a real Nox about it, but it's pretty gross. Oh yeah. Anyway.
1: Yeah. Well. So Shackle finds Apophis and tells him all about the the Knox. They go mm-hmm. O'Neill and Teal see that they they found each other. So they're trying to come up with a plan. Meanwhile, Nefrayu, the young Knox boy. Uh, Christ Almighty! How do you know his name? Uh, well, it's in a note. It's in a little thing, right?
0: Well, I took a good note.
1: Okay. He finds Apophis. And, and then apophis yeah he's he, he's <laughs> he becomes enamored of the boy everybody wants this boy but yeah but he but he does his little hand thing and then and so the gang find the boy passed out
0: but why does he go away I don't know I why don't does know he take boy take boy with you there's
1: so much stuff that happens in the last like 10 minutes it's hard to you took
0: Scara why did not you take all of O'Neil's little tween boyfriends?
1: Especially when they realize that they can, they're the ones that make things invisible. It doesn't make any oh, sense. Oh,
0: I'm sorry. That's not good. That's that's nobody can hear me making the head exploding, um, <laughs> hand signals with yeah, big eyes. Looking Sarah at made Tori the emoji
1: in real life
0: through the screen, but nobody else can see that. So, well, so they grab they grab the boy and they
1: begin the ritual. O'Neill does a weird like. Like we're just gonna leave you guys. We're not gonna help you at all. Like we're yeah, just Yeah, gonna...
0: fine. Fuck you. You want us to sleep? We're outy three thousand. We're like leaving now. But it's a ploy. It's a,
1: it's it's a it's it's fake.
0: Oh they actually
1: are gonna stay and help them.
0: Right. I mentioned earlier that my suspension of disbelief is all about the dialogue. Speaking of which, one of the worst dialogue they give Carter the worst dialogue. I swear to God, it's so inane. They they get like five feet away and O'Neill's like, do you think they bought it? And fucking Carter's like, I almost bought it myself. (laughs) (laughs) I like that's some trite. That's some trite shit. That's some rewritten recycled. That's hacky.
1: Well, yeah. So O'Neill has a plan. He, this might come in later uh, in the late, later in the season, maybe, but he's like, you know what? That shield that Apophis had, I think that like arrows and darts can go through it because they're slow impact.
0: Oh my God, this made me so angry because there's so many other hypotheses for why the that weapon would go through the shield, like that they're designed to, like that they're from the same place, like they're compatible technology. But he's like, oh, it's gotta be the velocity <laughs> and trajectory. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. As I'm changing your mind about this episode, I should have just started by saying I found this episode comforting, and I feel like I'm changing your mind, and as we talk about it, I'm like, fuck this episode. (laughs) It's like the fucking worst. I think it got 8.3 because sci-fi fans love Armin Shimmerman.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, maybe, yeah. It does have some action in it, which is kind of nice, you know. In the in the next scene, uh, the Gate Gang, they make an actual ambush. They disguise themselves and stuff. Apophis and his merry band roll through. And this time, the ambush is a bit more successful. Like, O'Neil and Gang are able to shoot the other Jaffa, get them out of the way.
0: But do you know how many episodes end with them doing a successful ambush at the gate? I don't know so many oh okay
1: well, well good good I mean that's good I, I'd rather see a successful one than a non-successful one
0: really because a minute ago you seemed pretty stoked at the idea that they were all dead and maybe we're going to get a new cast <laughs> well <laughs>
1: We know we 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 have proof that that's not going to be the case. We,
0: yeah, I, it's not it's not the case, unfortunately.
1: <laughs> yeah, but this one's successful. O'Neill he he gets Apophis in his bow and arrow sights, and these are any any and he pulls back and he's going to do it. He shoots, and then Apophis disappears. He becomes invisible, and it's from the Knox. The Knox save Apophis, and and MacGyver's like. He'll be, no, he'll just be back. He gets pissed. Yeah. And he's
0: like, you It is. He turns into Colonial O'Neal and starts colonizer explaining why they should kill him. Because he just presumes, even though he's only met fucking four of them, that they're defenseless. Because he has no fucking idea what's going on. He hasn't asked. He hasn't observed. Fucking Wow. He's well, like a shitty social worker, well. So,
1: well, so I mean, that's pretty much the, the the end of that. The gate gang they go back up to the hill, and the knocks are there to say goodbye to them,
0: yeah. Because the little boy wants to say bye to O'Neal. not Carter. O'Neal wins.
1: Well, Carter creeped him out a little bit. She, you know,
0: she... yeah, she creeped me out a little bit. That she got doughy eyed over this kid. It was, oh, yeah. it was, she definitely had either. I don't know. I think it was. I want to steal this child vibes, and not. I'm a pedophile.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, the, Yeah. So there's a little twist. So the Knox, they they tell him to look up at the sky, and a uh, and a floating city is revealed in the sky.
0: Way more technologically advanced. I mean, because this whole episode, they've been trying to figure out how they heal dead people, and how they manage to like cloak themselves, but the whole time they've also assumed. That they're defenseless dipshits. Right.
1: Like, okay, so this family of Nox, are they camping?
0: I know. What the fuck is going on? I think must be, but they must be camping. They're just,
1: they're, they're having a family trip. Uh, That's
0: a really nice camp set, set up they got, I guess. It seems pretty perm. Do the Nox, do none of them
1: wash their hair? Even in their, like, floating city.
0: Is that hair? Is that hair? I think it's Spanish moth and baby's breath.
1: Well, so uh, before they leave, the Knox tell them that they're going to bury the Stargate. They're like, we're going to bury it. Right,
0: because they keep saying, why don't you bury the Stargate? And they're just like, why should we? Because then they would know we were here. Right. And then, like, the only thing. So here's the only thing that those colonial motherfuckers have managed to get done. They have managed to make the knocks, expose themselves to the goa old. So now they do have to bury the Stargate. Or I'm sorry, now they are able to bury the Stargate. Those lucky motherfuckers. I am mad at this episode. I was going to get, I was all set to tell you how comforted I was by this episode. And I thought this was a good one. I liked it. And I'm so motherfucking angry right now.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, although l- let me bring you back a little bit because I think I think the like overall message does sort of become clear, even if you hate the episode, because that because o- even O'Neill's like, oh man, we did sort of mess up. We didn't listen to them, and we we could have learned a lot from them, but because we didn't listen, now we're never going to get the chance. Like this was our only chance, as I said, and we fucked it. up. As
0: I said in my twenty-four second summary. At the end, the two white men are like, wow, they did not like our actions at all. And it feels weird to know that, but while still trying to sound wise as fuck about all of it. (laughs) Meanwhile, Sam and Teal are just sort of like suspiciously quiet.
1: (laughs) Well, to be fair, Teal'c is always suspiciously quiet. <laughs> he doesn't give this any more shrift than anything else That happen. Right. Mm. <laughs> all right. Well, I, well, then, yeah, I guess I guess, I guess, guess we're both in the same boat then, I, I guess. No, we're
0: not. Are we there yet? Let me ask you, Tori. What? Were you comforted by this watch? Uh,
1: no. No, I was not. I was not comforted at all. Um, mostly because well, I know... Because actually when we were last week, we were talking about this next episode and you were like, I am not looking forward to doing this episode. I tainted it. Yeah. You tainted it a little bit. So already I was kind of like, but you know, to be
0: fair, it was a hundred percent because of their hair.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, and that's, that's mostly why I was not comforted. I, (laughs) I, it was their hair. I'm not going to lie that. I mean, that's pretty, uh, it's pretty petty. (laughs) Although I think I might give it a second viewing with, the, with a couple of you know, different lens. I'm going to do that. I'll, mm-hmm. tell you, I'll tell you all about the second viewing next week.
0: So about their hair, to be fair, they were camping, right? One I, time I met a man who was without housing who had some pretty wild hair. And when asked about it, he said it functions as a good bench pillow. So maybe they just styled their hair for camping. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, do you have anything you want to ask me?
1: Well, were, were you comforted by this episode yes. before or now? Yes. <laughs> yes.
0: Yes. Oh, okay. yes. Right. yes. This is a comforting episode for me because I think that the undertone is anti-colonizer. And I think the undertone is anti-O'Neal. And maybe that's an accident so like I don't know but maybe it's not I don't know (laughs) I feel like this is like this is like every episode except this episode there's like it's actually part of the plot where they fuck up by being so like I don't know what to do without (laughs) asking anybody anything so I don't know I feel like it feels heavy-handed but I don't give a fuck. I like I like that shit. Like they're heavy handed about everything. So if they're gonna be at all heavy handed about like maybe don't be such a presumptuous prick, they, they should also be heavy handed. So yeah, ultimately, I this episode is um, right in in line with uh, my actual thinking. So no, I dig I, it.
1: I can see that I can see that. Like I yeah like I, I
0: and Armin Shimmerman.
1: and and I and I think it was deliberate. And, and maybe a bit heavy-handed, but, but I think you're right. That's why I think I want to watch it again. Well, yeah, so what's your, uh, what's your yay, the character you'd love to be, your nay, the character you'd hate to be, and your meh, the character who you really couldn't care less about?
0: Okay. My yeah is actually the hippie Knox. Okay. That guy is 400. He looks great. <laughs> he is having a nice time because he's too old to be bothered with not having a nice time. You know what I mean? Mm. Like I, when I turned 40, my fucks knob got turned down. Like that's, I don't give as many fucks. Imagine turning 400, how low the volume on the fucks would get. He reminds me of the, um, the King father in um, the princess bride. And she's like, Oh, I won't see morning. He's like, Oh, what a lovely wedding. And he's walking buttercup back to her room. And she's like, um, I'm going to kill myself as soon as we get back to my room. He goes, Oh, that'd be nice. That's great, dear. Oh, <laughs> lovely. Love that dude. I, I love that dude. And this guy reminds me of that dude. He's got that dude energy. My ne um, is Armin Shimmerman. Because he's got to deal with Colonial O'Neill all episode. Like, I can't, I don't know if that kid is his kid, but he is pissed at O'Neill for like showing him war weapons and stuff. And my meh, like take it or leave it, is those uh, flying things. <laughs> funerary funery, <laughs> finery, the fineries.
1: You know, I. What are they called? Uh, the, the Fenry.
0: Fenry, Fenry, Fenry. Because, you know, sure, they're just very svelte luck dragons.
1: Well, yeah, I thought, I thought, I, I was hoping there'd be like a sweet, like scene, you know, like monster battle scene, you know, but.
0: oh, or like a monster riding scene. They
1: don't got the budget. They should have, Armin
0: Shimmerman should have ridden him like a luck dragon.
1: Yeah, that would have been cool. But
0: God damn it. Alas. Fuck this fucking fuck show. Is a showtime? How did it not have the budget? <laughs> People were paying so much money for Showtime in 1997.
1: All right. Well, my my yeah, uh, actually is this week is actually Daniel. His one line, he had some one liners. Oh, baby he's
0: funny. All right. Yeah, he's the funny. I have guy. to
1: admit, like I he, yeah, he, he's just walking around just just fucking cracking wise. Yeah, cracking wise. He he does he does bring up his wife again finally, which really should be all he's worried about. After-
0: after fucking that other lady while he had a virus sure it's about time.
1: <laughs> yeah yeah what are you gonna do
0: like i'm sorry but why doesn't he talk about her every day i'm married and so I know. um no but but like if my husband were had a gold inside of him on some planet i would never fucking talk about like anything i would never talk about the quality of the coffee in the break room i would never talk i would be like i would have dark circles under my eyes i would when somebody talked about the budget i'd be like you motherfucker my husband's out there and i'd be like there might be budget cuts i'm not going any goddamn missions i'm gonna go get chris even if they had my dog i would go get my dog i'd be like you are not allowed to go gold inside jelly beans
1: uh yeah i i i agree completely yes um. So, uh, my my neh would be uh, secretary talking suit. That guy just sucks. It's <laughs> good. Just, just pointless. Po- pointless thing.
0: No, I know he he was completely pointless because they don't need a reason to go to planets.
1: No, they they, they no yeah. They, there's no they don't need a reason. To do the Stargate stuff, it, the Stargate is that's their a job. Reason in and of itself, and then Maya, uh, and then my meh is also the Fenry, because ah! I was like, I, I I wanted the monster battle and I didn't get it. So,
0: oh, do you want to be? We could be. How about if we ever get to do Halloween again? Which I kind of hate Halloween, but maybe we can find a way to be Fenry. We could both be Fenry for Halloween, and then we could just get drunk and battle in the streets. <laughs>
1: There's there's so much, like, there's so much impossible in that statement. There's so much inability logistically to, to ever do that. Oh, I don't even I'm know where sorry. to begin. You know
0: what? You're right. It's just that to to watch the show I have to suspend my disbelief so much that it bleeds into actual reality. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what are you Can guys? You laugh being? louder. We're Your th-
0: silent laughter is not really
1: helpful. We're the, the Fenry from Stargate SG One, ep- season one, episode <laughs> seven. Yeah, the invisible mosquitoes. Yeah,
0: <laughs> no, the invisible anorexic <laughs> luck dragon.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, that's that's right. that's the end of this fucking episode. It's not. Oh, it's not. Well, I mean, this oh. is the
0: point where we might, if we might have sponsors by now, and if we do, this is the part where we go through the water hole for oh. our sponsors. Oh. oh, and then when we don't have, then when we're all done with sponsorship, yeah, we do a little segment going, "Oh, are you still here? You didn't leave when you when it became advertisements." Well, lucky you, you get to play a game called "Learn About Your Host." And we're going to do it with a game called Talking Point. And our first question for our first ever segment that we may or may not actually use is, Tori, have you ever had to make a public apology? Tell us about that.
1: Oh, I mean, I guess, yeah. Yeah, I, ap- I apologize to a work colleague once while we were at work in front of other people.
0: Oh, yeah. I think I know about that that was pretty boss just so without the details, I'll just say you guys should know Tori's a deeply conscientious man. And now you and know. that's all you need. To, that's all you need to know. So we were having an HOA meeting, a uh, uh, homeowners association meeting. It's, it should be called a condo association meeting. So I live in a condo and there's only eight units. So it's a really small meeting. And um, the same friend who was texting me, during this a lot during this episode, um, was in town and eating at the no longer available Chinese restaurant, probably with you, Tori, and like some other people. And I was like, I want to be at that because I want to be at that. And I have an HOA meeting. And during that meeting, we were trying to like assign to get people to do things. And my neighbor, one of my neighbors just, to me, I thought it was out of the blue because I hadn't seen another neighbor like side-eyeing her. Like, why don't you fucking do something? And she was, and so one of my neighbors went, I have a lot of other places I'd rather be right now. I have a lot of stuff to do. And I just snapped at her and I went, you know what, Allison? We all have somewhere else we'd rather be. And I immediately was like, oh, fuck. And so- I apologized to her then in front of the group. When we left Maria's unit, I apologized outside on the steps so everyone could hear me. And then about a week later by the mailboxes, I just said, look, I don't want to beat this to, into the ground, but some time has passed. And I think it's important that I apologize to you again. And I talked a little bit more about the situation. And that's how I found out more about what was going on. And I said, it was a good lesson for me. It was public. Nobody else saw it, but it was outside. And I just said, it was a good lesson for me to understand, to remember, I don't always know everything that's going on in a moment and shouldn't make assumptions. And I'm really sorry. So I did. That was probably 2018. That was two years ago, three years ago, three years ago. We all got places to be yeah we all have someone we'd rather be than I mean, maria's house okay
1: i mean that's not a that's not a not true statement
0: but... yeah but i did yell it at her and she hadn't been quite as saucy in her words as i made it out to be just now so <laughs> this has been getting to know your host thanks for sticking around all right
1: no we got to talk about the next episode
0: oh
1: yeah the next episode is going to be brief candle Summary is on the planet Argos, Kynthia seduces uh, Colonial O'Neill, which gives him an Argosian lifespan of only a hundred days. As he begins to age rapidly, will the SG One game team succeed in finding a cure? Question mark.
0: Sorry, I just, I just almost. Poor I just, he just watched me almost spit out my wine because I just remembered this episode. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, great. <laughs> who the hell is Cynthia? I don't know who Kynthia is.
0: And you and it doesn't matter.
1: <laughs> Argos. They Isn't go to like, a planet named Argos. Let me guess. Know, is it right? Grecian in style? Is it, is it a Minoan? <laughs> is it a Minoan? <laughs>
0: No, it is Greek. You're
1: right. Yeah. Well, that's, that's all for today.
0: Cheers. Cheers, y'all. Tune See you next time at the vertical waterfall.
1: Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs>